Hello, my name is Albert, and in this episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, I've got reviews for Paper Towns, Southpaw, Trainwreck, and Selfless. I have a Netflix movie streaming recommendation to share, and I talk about whether John Green is this generation's John Hughes. Paper Towns, directed by Jake Schreier, written by Scott Newstater and Michael H. Weber, starring Nat Wolf, Cara Delevingne, Austin Abrams, and Justice Smith. Paper Towns follows a lot of the tried and true formula for what usually makes up a slice of life story involving high school kids. One could argue that the movie is very cringeworthy for its overabundance of preciousness and sentimentality. The story also raises some eyebrows at how it's trying to feel realistic even though the plot is ridiculously idealized, overly romanticized, and kinda unbelievable. This is once again another story about kids doing whatever they feel like doing in a small and unexciting suburban city, where parents and adults are predominantly absent. The marketing for this movie may be heavily promoting Cara Delevingne's in her role as the enigmatic Margot, and she's great in the role, but it's really about Nat Wolf's character Quentin, and this is his coming-of-age story. What really makes this movie are Quentin and his best friends. Radar and Ben. In particular, Ben is an absolute scene stealer as the comedic relief of the group. The whole cast is good in this, and huge kudos to Nat Wolf for playing the awkward, ho- hopeless, romantic teenage boy so perfectly. While I actually have a lot of issues with the story, I have to admit that the movie kept my attention throughout the whole thing. Quentin, as the main protagonist, is somebody I wanted to root for and look forward to see where the plot takes him to. Whether they be the adventures of being out of town on the night, the house party, going on a road trip, and the inescapable presence of prom. All these are a rite of passage for teenagers that this movie perfectly captures. The thematic message of the story is also something I can wholeheartedly get behind. There's a lot of life philosophies in this, and I'm sure a lot of the teenagers and young adults can appreciate what they are. Based on the John Green novel of the same name, Paper Towns is not a badly made film. It unfortunately still feels like its primary audience are teenagers and hopeless romantics Even so, there are some very compelling points in this film that adults could really have a good discussion about. Southpaw, directed by Antoine Fuqua, written by Kurt Sutter, starring Jake Gyllenhaal, Forrest Whitaker, Una Lawrence, and Rachel McAdams. If you've seen the full marketing trailer for Southpaw and question if it showed the whole movie, then I'll say you're wrong. It didn't show the whole movie, just most of it. If you haven't seen the trailer, then consider yourself lucky. Almost all of the primary plot points were revealed in the trailer, which probably makes you question whether you should bother watching this movie after seeing the promotional material. Well, there's only really one reason to watch this movie, and that's Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal continues to be one of the best actors around, and his performance as boxing champ Billy Hope, who then becomes a distraught husband and father due to some unfortunate circumstances, is absolutely outstanding. Hall displays a full range of emotions here and even took on the task of physically looking like a boxer. I'm not a boxer myself, but I was thoroughly convinced. The rest of the cast are also really good, from Una Lawrence who plays his daughter, to Forrest Whitaker who plays the trainer that Hope needs to help him get his life back together. The story for the movie isn't exactly unique. In fact, it feels very familiar and very predictable. The characters act the way you expect them to act and the plot goes in certain directions that you expect them to go. While it seems to try and stay true to what happens in the world of boxing in real life, it doesn't exactly make an attempt to avoid the usual sports movie tropes, cliches, and plot conveniences. Thankfully, the relationship aspect of Billy Hope to his wife and daughter are so emotionally resonant that many scenes involving the plot can be very heartbreaking to watch. 
This is more of a drama than a sports movie and that might have been the ideal choice of direction to take here. This is the kind of movie that would have gotten a lot of accolades if it was released 40 years ago, like that other famous boxing movie. Unfortunately, besides Gyllenhaal's strong performance, the dramatic plot of this family and several enjoyable to watch boxing sequences, Southpaw simply doesn't stand out as a truly great film. It's a well-made movie, but not exactly a modern classic. Trainwreck, directed by Judd Apatow, written by Amy Schumer, starring Amy Schumer, Bill Hader, Brie Larson, Colin Quinn, LeBron James, and Tilda Swinton. If you're looking for a funny movie that has offensive humor with doses of comedic sex scenes and some heartfelt relationship plot, then Trainwreck may be for you. I know comedy is subjective, but I thought this movie was absolutely hilarious. Even the sexist, racist, and just the general crass sense of humor completely worked for me. There are some physically related comedy for the cheap laughs, but it's mostly the conversations that the characters have with each other that made this film truly funny to me. This also has a very strong cast, from the comedic talents of Bill Hader as the good guy sports doctor and Colin Quinn as the rude and offensive dad. It's got fantastic work by Tilda Swinton as the tough, tactless boss and Brie Larson as the realist sister. Even the non-actors such as LeBron James as the doctor's best friend slash confidant and John Cena as one of Amy's muscle-bound boyfriends were worth having in this movie. In particular, I thought John Cena absolutely won me over here and his lines of dialogues were all so ridiculously funny. Of course, the true star that stands out the most here is Amy Schumer as the independent woman who speaks her mind and she is so very incredibly good in this movie. There's a lot of funny scenes that seem in tune with the stand-up comedy style of Amy Schumer and a lot of it were very quick-witted. That kind of comedic energy is the kind of funny movie that I love. Unfortunately, it gets bogged down during the fourth act, once it deals much more with the emotional and romantic aspects of the story. It was like the sharp sense of humor couldn't sustain itself. I wish it could though. Judging the story by itself, Drainwreck is not necessarily doing anything completely unique, and the movie itself feels longer than I preferred. However, watch this film for Amy Schumer because she is one funny woman and deserves all the praises that she gets for her work here. Selfless, directed by Tarsem Singe, written by David Pastor and Alex Pastor, starring Ryan Reynolds, Natalie Martinez, Matthew Good, and Ben Kingsley. It's always great when movies try and tackle big science fiction related philosophical topics. In the case of Selfless, it's a plot of transferring your mind into another body which brings about a lot of fascinating things to think about. For the situation in this story, it all comes down to a method of being immortal. As with stories like this though, there's always a catch. That's what makes a good sci-fi flick. It gives you a fantastical burgrounded story and it's compelling enough that it'll make you want to think about what you just saw. Of course, a sci-fi story of this nature can easily fall apart from its own ambitions, as there are always a lot of things that needs to be considered. Thankfully, this is actually a well-written and well-paced movie. It seems like there were some very meticulous planning that was put into creating the story and all that work only made the plot payoffs that much better. There are of course still some moments that require a lot of suspension of disbelief but I didn't really have too much of an issue with that. The fact that Ben Kingsley and Ryan Reynolds are essentially playing the same person could have been an ambitious undertaking as well. However, the two actors didn't seem to try to mimic each other's mannerisms or acting style in any noticeable fashion which I think would have been fun to watch. While there are moments where both actors do some similar actions that this one character would do, like the way he tosses his keys on a chair, it doesn't get any more detailed than that. Either way, Ben Kingsley and Ryan Reynolds were very good in this. As much as I enjoyed Selfless, it still has that small scale feel to it. 
Not exactly TV movie level small, but not exactly that big grand scope of a tale either. It has some nice visual touches, but it didn't really have that cinematic feel of a movie you'll see on the big screen. The fact that it's not exactly an indie movie, a cult movie, or a big blockbuster movie means that it's likely going to get overlooked by most moviegoers. If you get a chance to watch this though, see it. You might just like it more than you thought you would. For my movie streaming recommendation, I'm recommending Nightcrawler on Netflix. This is a distant, dark satire on how far some will go to report the news that people want to watch. What happens when the rules of morals and ethics are only minor obstacles to the glory of being responsible for reporting on an arresting news story. For a character like Lou Bloom, he is willing to work really hard to get the news stories that gets people's attention. And a lot of that kind of news are a bit bloody. Jake Gyllenhaal has probably given his best acting work here as Lou Bloom, who is a thief, a liar, a megalomaniac, a sociopath, a creep that is willing to go over the edge to get what he needs and wants. Intense and chilling is what you will get out of Gyllenhaal's performance, and he is so arresting to watch here. You won't be able to take your eyes off him, he is the reason to see this movie. Director-writer Dan Gilroy has given us a dramatically thrilling film that criticizes the people behind the news media who caters to the kind of people who love to watch shocking news stories. After seeing Nightcrawler, you might just have a different perspective whenever you see a story in the news about an attack, a horrible accident, a murder, or just anything brutal. There were some logical liberties taken in the story, but wow, was it an incredible movie. Nightcrawler, watch it on Netflix. John Green's novels have been adapted into movies that appeal to a younger audience or young adults which is similar to what John Hughes did in his career. There's a lot of similarities that I can think of between the two. The high school setting is the most common one, which leads to a group of teenagers that represent different emotional scales from somebody being the serious one, the sensitive one, the funny one, to the romantic one, all with the hint of self-awareness. A plot about the ideal love interest has to be there, but a lot of the times there's always some obstacle. You know, huge romantic gestures will make an appearance though. There's always a pivotal period of time that's very important to our protagonist, whether it's a few hours, or a day, a week, or a session. Parents exist, but are always absent, and the kids seem to do whatever they want. There will also be a life lesson that will be learned by the end of the story, probably something bittersweet. Am I on the right track here? Is John Green speaking directly to the teenagers and young adults of this era, just like John Hughes did during the 80s? Let's ask this question again in 20 years, when the next John Hughes shows up. Thanks for listening. My name is Albert Patrick, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Albert5x5. You can send comments to whowhatwhereswhy at gmail.com, via social media, or through the website. Rate and subscribe to our shows on iTunes. Check out our merchandise store, and further support us via Patreon. Music has been provided by the Y-Axis. Find them at theyaxis.bandcamp.com. Until next time, this has been an episode of Movies, Movies, and Movies, which is part of the whowhatwhereswhy.com network. Music